0: all right and welcome to the church of sport your daily dose of sporting truths well not your daily dose but we we speak a lot of sporting truths i'm the Uh, I'm Pastor Stu, and we've just managed to snake our way out of uh, Yokohama Stadium, and I'm a little bit hoarse, uh, a little bit disappointed, and joining me, of course, is the very, very Reverend Mike. Oh, konnichiwa, Pastor Stu. Yep.
1: Um, So, uh, yeah, it's been a long walk back from the stadium to our hotel in uh, Yokohama, Um, Mm. plenty to talk about along the way. Yeah,
0: plenty of excited English people. Uh, Singing Swing Low Sweet Chariot And waving the St George Cross Um, And we have to say We have to give credit to the English I think They uh, outplayed and outthought the All Blacks Absolutely. Come in, River and Mike. <laughs> Absolutely. I guess, I guess I'm still a
1: little bit uh, not shocked but uh, just disappointed. You know, for me, uh, the All Blacks tonight put in a performance that was uh, the same sort of performance that the Irish put in last week. Um, very disappointing Um well below par uh, Well short of what they were capable of doing And mm-hmm. I guess on the back of The way we saw the All Blacks play last week uh, Particularly the forwards uh, To see the forwards just not turn up This week um, Is a real head scratcher And quite mm-hmm. astounding So just as the Irish stood back And waited and didn't commit uh, To rucks and moles, um, The All Blacks did that this week Which is quite unbelievable It's uh. uh yeah, it's curious.
0: Yeah, uh, and through the pool play, I, I often remarked how the All Blacks were playing some helter-skelter rugby, and I thought they'd actually gotten over that and got that out of their system, but we saw that again tonight. And yeah, the English put them under pressure, but they didn't. the All Blacks didn't respond and didn't seem to have a game plan, and if it wasn't working in terms of you know trying to spin it wide and actually a lot of the passing was kind of behind the advantage line and behind the back behind the players backs if that wasn't working then why why didn't they um they had the forwards to match up with England. They should have just taken it through the forwards, uh, used the used the forwards, got some momentum, and then unleashed their backs. Um, again, I, they just tried to do it too early. I think the passing was too laboured, and um, they weren't drawing and passing enough, and then they just found themselves on the sideline and bundled into touch, and so it was kind of a, a, a big waste of time and just played into the English hands. So you
1: know, right through as you've you know you've uh, said you've said from the start of this tournament around the health to to play and, and I've talked about red flags from mm. day one. I think uh, all of those red flags uh, came back to get us today. There was no platform laid by mm. the all Blacks. blacks. You know, that the word. was platforms. That word. was yeah. uh, something we saw at the very start of the Irish game last week when the um, the forwards laid that platform and scored easily. Mm. Um, but that didn't happen today. Um, right through this tournament, the All Blacks have, have been winning games and scoring tries from the mistakes of the opposition, rather than name that platform. And mm. you know that was a red flag for me. Uh, in most of the games uh, And just not creating anything And again today uh, They didn't create anything It didn't take the time to create anything And it often looked like they just didn't know how to mm. um, And as we've talked about uh, Previously uh, They came across a side that played rugby And they just did not know what to do Yeah, yeah um, and given the way we saw them play last week, where we saw that they could play rugby, again, it's a very, very curious situation. Mm. Where, um, today they needed to, um, and they just couldn't. Um, mm. And they looked uh, they looked completely at sixes and sevens. Mm.
0: And in the end, they were unlucky not to lose by about 20, 25 points with those two tries that were disallowed. Um, but the, Both of those ones could have gone the other way, uh, one from a an obstruction which seemed pretty clear at the time but then on the replays there was a little bit of doubt there whether that was actually obstruction and then uh, from a a forward pass within a mall which again um, could have gone the other way and that, that both of them would have been seven pointers easy.
1: Yeah, absolutely, you know, if you remove the, the technicality part of those uh, why those tries weren't awarded, um, at the end of the day, the English um, had beaten the All Blacks um, mm. to be able to score those tries, they'd broken the All Blacks, mm. um, and that's the important thing, you know, although the tries weren't awarded, um, the English had done what they needed to do to get into a position to score those tries, um, and so the fact that they weren't awarded really just let us off the hook momentarily. Yeah. Um, Again, it's um it's difficult to to know what to say. The All Blacks uh, didn't compete at lineouts, um, and that continued not just um, at the start of the game, but throughout the entire game. Um, they kicked the ball away, uh, they spread it from left to right. They looked like they were playing a game of sevens mostly, mm. and again, um, there was very little rugby um, attempted by the All Blacks um, against a team that was um, determined to play rugby. Um, that was always going
0: to be trouble. And I think the other disappointing thing is that the All Blacks actually had the chance to fix what wasn't going right, and they didn't do it. And I think that's that's quite disappointing, because usually we're smarter than that. And the All Blacks are smarter than that when they play rugby, and, and they can adjust... Um, to the game situation And they didn't adjust I, I really thought The second half You know They managed to get Through to half time And, and kind of hold on At 7 or 10 Nill it was And then I thought Okay they're going to Have a good chat about it At half time They're going to work out What they need to do And they're going to do it But they just started The second half The way they finished The first basically And so that's really Disappointing for me
1: Yeah for, for many years now We've seen uh, teams um, Compete and match The All Blacks In the early stages Of a game mm. And generally that's When the opposition uh, Plays rugby mm. um, and the obliques don't know what to do, but the opposition can't. Keep to their game plan For the full 80 minutes And what we mm. saw today was The English stuck to their game plan um, I was watching uh, intently After the All Blacks scored their try To see what the English would do And yeah. what they did was um, Exactly what they'd been doing uh, mm. They kept their plan And they kept on going They didn't panic And that was really the end of the All Blacks
0: Yeah And uh, a couple of key moments One was a, a potential yellow card That was looked at uh, For a no-arms-tackle or leading with the shoulder uh, on Se Reese card wasn't awarded potentially earlier in the tournament it may have been and the other one um, was a penalty given to the All blacks which the resulting kick would have put put them five meters out for sure they would have been on the attack and um, but instead they, the the referees noticed a push in the face by Sam Whitelock on Colin Farrell I think it was Colin Farrell. Was he the actor? <laughs> What's his name? Owen Farrell, on, on Owen Farrell, whatever. <laughs> he was acting, whatever he was doing. I think that's quite, quite uh, relevant actually. That I called him Colin. Um, and penalty reversed. All Blacks suddenly find themselves defending. And then I think shortly after that, England won another penalty and kicked some more points.
1: Yep, certainly um, the the push on the face was pretty innocuous, but yeah. I guess it was. I guess it was. Uh, uh, an indication of um, the lack of discipline within yeah. the All
0: Blacks, and that's a, that was a couple of times from White Lock too. Yep. I think there was another one he took a he tackled a player without the ball.
1: Yep, far too often. Um, again, you know, I think um, if blame is going to be laid, it can be laid at the feet of the All Black forwards because far too often it was left up to um, a halfback or a winger to be doing the work of a forward Um, and that automatically brought people um, out of position. Um, It had people doing jobs that uh, they weren't uh, there to do. Mm And, yeah, just uh, generally pretty ugly, pretty disorganised, and they weren't able to do anything different when they needed to do something Mm. different. Um, And I think that comes back to the style of rugby that's been coached into them um, for a long time now. Um, Helter-skelter, it's all well and good. Mm. If you've got a team that um, is reacting to that, Mm. the English didn't react to that. The English um, knew what they wanted to do. Um, And what we needed to do was to try and play the way that English were playing Had we,
0: I think it would have been quite different Mm. Mm. Yep, definitely Because the All Blacks definitely had the firepower uh, If they had some structure And they had some platform to um, To construct some tries I I don't think I can't think, uh, maybe one time we were down Inside, close to their line attacking And it might have been that when we scored the try I can't think of any other opportunities in the game where we actually had good field position and a platform and then some structured attack. We just tended to go wide and get isolated and either get bundled out or, or it was a turnover.
1: Yep, and not yeah. hold on to the ball. I don't yeah. think I've seen a game where the All Blacks have uh, turned over the ball in contact mm. as much as today. Yeah. Um, and all of those uh, things, that uh, all the whiz-bangy things that look really great against lesser teams, like the uh, the one-handed um, backward flip passes, mm. uh, they came back to haunt us today. Yeah. Uh, we continued to do them because we just simply didn't seem to know what else to do. Mm. Um yeah, very curious. Very curious. Yep. I curious. guess that the only thing worse than the um, than the All Blacks' performance tonight uh, was once again we were behind Scotty Stevenson and <laughs> Beaver, and you know I guess. Um, We give these guys a hard time, but uh, really tonight, you know, you were looking for commentators that were providing a balanced report on what was happening in front of them, and it just seemed so emotive and a lot of wishing that something else was going to happen. Mm. Um, Yeah, those guys shouldn't commentate rugby ever again. No, no. Uh, Probably because there's been this uh, blind faith uh, in... The all blacks and not a lot of critical analysis of the wave above played or the wave above one and um you know the commentary staff um and the, the media uh people behind the all blacks have a lot to do with that. Yeah. um Generally, they tell people what they're seeing and uh, how they should be feeling, and after a while, you just do, Um, but that hasn't been uh, the reality of the situation. Uh, My fear now is that um, someone like Scott Robinson um, could come into the frame for the All Blacks coaching position, and uh, he will bring uh, exactly what we've had over the last few years, um, and nothing will change. we need somebody that's going to bring back rugby, uh, to New Zealand rugby. Uh, Scott Robinson isn't that person. No, no,
0: no. Amen to that. Amen to that. Uh, so we've got to now turn our thoughts, I guess, to the uh, other city final. That's between Wales and South Africa, and and ultimately who we want to win that. And now, now who we want to win the World Cup. Yeah, I
1: guess if the All Blacks had gone through tonight, um. We probably would have been hoping for a real Clash of the Titans game next week against South Africa. Yeah. Uh, now I can't think of anything worse than being uh, confronted with a South Africa England final no. and, and having to um, try and think of who I want to win more when I don't want either of them to win. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so fingers crossed that uh, somehow the Welsh can. Uh, pull themselves up and overcome South Africa mm. so that we uh, can really get in behind Wales yeah. um, for an underdog win uh, next week uh, against the English.
0: Yeah, um, aim into that. That's what I'd like to see. Yeah. Um, yeah, Wales will need to go back to the rugby that they've been playing over the last few years um, if they'd have beat South Africa. And hopefully they'll, they would have watched tonight's game and not be sucked into playing any sort of helter-skelter rugby like the All Blacks. Um, yeah, it'd be nice to see Wales as a, in there as a first-time finalist. Oops, Absolutely. That'd, that'd be good.
1: Yep, and I think, um, I think Wales... Uh, I think if uh, South Africa goes through, England will win yep. uh, the Rugby World Cup, uh, mm. which is uh, no. <laughs> not something we're thinking about, really. No. But I think Wales... Um, Possibly have the game plan um, And could possibly get into the heads Of uh, the English More than the South African's
0: Mm. Could, Mm. um, and could be a problem for the English team. The Welsh, the Welsh will play rugby if they go back to again what they've been doing. They'll play some rugby. Yeah, at least they're they're able to match it with the the English playing rugby. Mm. Mm. And then of course we have
1: um, the game that nobody wants to play in, (laughs) um, and that we don't really want to watch next week. No, it will be the All Blacks versus somebody who doesn't want to be there either. No, so um, that'll be a real downer of a game. It will Um, be and. Yeah, I think yeah,
0: I think yeah, the media will get hold of it. Though it'll be as I said before, Steve Hansen's last game as coach, Kieran Reid's last game as captain, um, Sunny Bill Williams' last game, I'd yep. say, and, and all this other drama that they'll they'll ramp that game up. Yeah, as a as a Teary farewell, but it's uh, it's not a game I want to watch.
1: No, and I think it'll be particularly hard for the All Blacks who were on track mm. uh, to make the final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it will be very very hard for them mentally mm. to uh, get into that game. Um, yeah, but, but it will be an interesting game to watch mm. to see uh, just what the All Blacks have inside of them. Yeah, um, fingers crossed that we can uh, get up for that game and and beat whoever whoever yeah, yeah. we turn up against. Mm. <coughs> Guess, uh, the other thing to talk about was the Kiwis uh, played last night. They played
0: Australia. <laughs> I completely forgot about this, uh,
1: and uh, I wish I hadn't. Uh, I wish
0: I hadn't uh, tuned into it. Um, oh, we, we managed to, or you managed to, uh, to see it at a pub over here. Yep. So uh,
1: yeah, it was hardly worth um, getting out of the hotel and trying to find somewhere that uh, had it on the TV. Um, very disappointing. I can't. I cannot understand how the Kiwis can have a team full of NRL stars mm. um, but play so poorly. Yeah. Uh, Why Rare Hargraves may may well have not
0: have been there at all. Mm. And, um, and he, he was close to getting the the uh, Clive Churchill medal, wasn't he,
1: yeah, at the NRL fight? Yeah, I don't know. A totally different player than, mm. um, than what he was for the Roosters. They just don't care. Um He may may well not have been there. Um, He wandered around the field. Um, It was something like 28 degrees when they kicked off. But, you know, these guys are playing in uh, the heat of the Australian uh, late summer Hmm. um, every year. They
0: they at least have one game in Townsville, don't they? That's
1: right. So it should not have been a problem for them. But um, they look uh, lacklustre and like they have. Next to no idea, mm. and the Australians just, uh, the kangaroos just walked all over them. So, um, yeah, that was very, very disappointing. Uh, the gillaroos beat the New Zealand uh, Women's Rugby League team as well. Um, so, all in all, pretty sad weekend so far <laughs> in terms of... Uh, Sport for New Zealanders I'm mm. not sure when The Silver Ferns play For the
0: Constellation Cup I don't know I think that game's in Perth so Is it tonight? No I don't know mm. Don't know
1: don't Maybe know. we could um, Well
0: the, the Phoenix have got a game Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah
1: It can only get worse Really this weekend <laughs> So um, yeah Fingers crossed That the Silver Ferns can Um uh, can win um, their game mm. against Australian netball team that might revive something of the weekend for us. Um, right <laughs> now, uh, we're feeling pretty flat. Though. I imagine There's going to be quite a m- amount of sake drunk. Yeah, evening. yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I think again, I, I I'm feeling okay. It's pretty. It is flat. I I would have rather the All Blacks played well and lost. You know. Yeah, I think I'm more disappointed by the performance yeah. than the actual loss. Yeah. So, because uh, yeah, it was just awful. And yeah, the English put the pressure on. They played well, but it, I think also the All Blacks just were clueless. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, and as I said before, I'm disappointed that they didn't. They weren't able to work out how they could actually get back into the game. Yeah. True. You know. True. Yeah. It's a real head scratch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, For a country that's supposed to have the best rugby brains, and we see we see these brains coaching all around the world. Yeah, you know, there was there was a lack of thought in game plan, and it continued in the second half, as I said. And so I, I'm starting to get a little bit annoyed about that now. yeah
1: Yeah. I um. Yeah. It will be interesting to see how English play next week, and whether mm. they stick to um this plan yeah. um or the style of rugby, or whether they revert back to. Um, I guess an All Black style of rugby to try and mm. beat their opponents next week. But yeah. um, yep, all credit to the to the English. They came, they did the job. Mm. Uh, they didn't look uh, euphoric after the game. No, uh, that's they first. looked like they had just done the job they needed to do, um, and they looked they looked like an All Black side mm. uh, heading
0: towards a World Cup final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amen to that. Amen to that. All right, so that's it for us in Yokohama. We'll probably be back f- with another show uh, in terms of wrapping up the Rugby World Cup. Can we? Uh, can we
1: change our tickets and get home? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure we. I'm sure we can. My enthusiasm for being in Japan has <laughs> uh, yeah. has suddenly disappeared. Um, yeah, it's not much So, fun. yeah, I don't particularly want to um, to have to make our way to see the All Blacks play for third and fourth mm-hmm. and. Um, yeah I don't really know If I want to be sticking around For the finals either So
0: No Yeah No no Not much fun
1: Yeah And um, Yeah At least if we Go home early We're not going to be Stuck in the same aisle of seats As <laughs> Scotty Stevenson And Beaver um, yeah. yeah I think I would Lose my rag mm. um, If it mm. were in the case
0: Yeah well Thank you for joining us on The Church of Sport. <laughs> and uh, you can uh, you can find us on Anchor, of course, or on iTunes, uh, Google Podcasts, uh, and lots of other ones that I can't remember because I haven't got my piece of paper in front of me because, uh, yeah, kind of don't care anymore. But anyway, um, all right, so um, we'll be back at some stage with a wrap of Rugby World Cup 2019. And uh, until then, go in peace or just go hard. I aim into it past the <laughs>